You're with Cape Talk. We all have a voice. Use yours. Call 021-446-0567. Join the conversation. I just want to remind you that the education conversation continues both with uh, Bongani Bingwa on 702 and Bongani will be chatting to Professor Mary Metcalf and also the conversation continues with an education analyst uh, on, on 567 Cape Talk and that is with uh, Lester Kivitt between 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock. Well, we talk things sports now and uh, the first round of the group matches of the Africa Cup of Nations in the Ivory Coast were completed on Wednesday when the Democratic Republic of Congo and Zambia were the last two teams to take to the field uh, when they sort of in their Group F at San Pedro. Um, It all means that all 24 participants have one game under the belt and already there are several who will be sort of taking out their calculators to figure out what the different permutations are in the AFCON Cup. Uh, the two top finishers in each of the six groups advance along with the four best third-place teams, meaning that only eight teams go home when the first round ends next week. Chatting to us about the AFCON Cup this morning is uh, Sokola Duma writer uh, Dalmain Favor. Dalmain, a very good morning to you and welcome to the Early Breakfast Show. Zain, a very good morning to you and your listeners. Um, a pleasure for me to be speaking to you. Mm. The group dynamics after the first round of group matches, which teams in each group have impressed the most and, uh, uh, and are there sort of unexpected performances that caught your attention during this AFCON Cup? Yeah, <laughs> to, say, to say that there's an underdog um, in this tournament would be an understatement. We've seen <laughs> so many upsets, so many shocks. So many surprises. Um, the most disappointing, obviously, has to be Bafana Bafana. But there's been some pleasant surprises then. Um, you look at a team like Equatorial Guinea, in a group like theirs, for them to be topping um, after two matches played is a huge surprise. Then you go to a team like Namibia. Um, the coach said it. The coach says that all we've been doing as Namibia is getting beat. And now they come and get their first points, their first goal, their first win in this edition. It shows that if on paper you have a strong team, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're guaranteed to win it on the field. It's about desire. It's about who wants it more. Look at a team like Morocco. They, they were flexing their muscles and they look like, like they're in the business, you know. Um, but I was surprised how poor the host country has been. I mean, they just lost to... Um, Nigeria. So it shows you, Zane, that this tournament doesn't have an outright favorite. Yes, there are uh, teams that are stronger than others, but the so-called smaller countries, and Hugo Gross said it, he said that you write them off at your own peril, and I think so far that has proven to be true. Mm. Chatting this morning to uh, soccer writer at Soccer Laduma, uh, Dalmain Favor. Dalmain, have there been any outstanding players, you know, sort of standout players who are, who are the ones that we should be looking at uh, as individuals? Because I know in the game against Egypt, against Ghana, you've got Mo Salah that uh, hopefully the injury is not too bad for him. Yeah, that was, that was a bit of a shocker, um, a bit of a, a worry actually for Egypt because we know so much of, 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 of their success depends on, on Mo Salah and what he's able to do. I think if you look at that Equatorial Guinea side again, 
there was a player, 34 years old, Msue. Um, he scored the first hat-trick of the tournament. The first hat-trick at the at AFCON for a long time. And I mean, 34, he's now playing as a striker. But for his entire career, he's been playing as a right-back. So for him to come and do what he's done is absolutely incredible. Um, if you look at that Namibia squad, obviously we speak about the, the Dion Artos. We speak about Peter Shalulile, but then there's been a few a few other players as well, where Ziek has been top again, Al Nasiri for Morocco. So there are a few players. Obri Mudiba, let's not forget. Yes, Bafana Bafana didn't have the most um, the best start, but Mudiba's stats, I think, in the tournament so far, the highest ball recoveries. In the tournament, no one has recovered the ball more. And I mean, he's played a single match. Um, speaks to how well he's adapted. And, you know, it's a bit of a different role for him under Hugo Gross. But he's looked fantastic. He's looked the part. Um, and arguably one of our best players, um, if we're being completely honest. Mm. And and what are we looking at in terms of, uh, I know that uh, a number of teams and eight teams are, are set to go home after the first rounds next week. What are the top teams and what are the teams that are going to cause even more upsets going through this tournament? The top teams has to be Nigeria. You look at, again, Morocco. I, I, I speak about them. Um, Senegal have, have, have been fantastic also. Um, they are the oldest, if you remember. And then also a big surprise, Cape Verde. Uh, Cape, Cape Verde has been, has been great. But then there's, there's certain countries that you look at it and you say that, okay, the writing is on the wall for them. You look at, like, a Guinea-Bissau. They've lost two matches already. Um, again, the host nation, they, they, they could be trouble for them. Um, if, if, if you look at it, yes, they won their opening match, but that loss and perhaps another loss in the group could spell the beginning of the end for them. Um, Gambia has, has also looked quite disappointing. So there are a few countries who haven't really shown up. You look at the Mauritania, no one was expecting much from them. And they they, they look set to become the whooping boys of their group as well, um, to say that respectfully. And, and then Bafana. We have to speak about Bafana. Remember, Namibia beat Tunisia, who are currently ranked third in Africa. We play Namibia. We haven't beaten them in the last two occasions that we've played against them. And then, and so we have to beat Namibia. We have to get three points. Um, and then after that, face that tough task of Tunisia. Mm. And that's Dalmain Favour chatting to us. He is the writer at Soccer Laduma. If you want to catch up with that, Soccer Laduma is where you can have a look at it.